Broadcasting live from the Launchbox Studios in downtown Altoona, Pennsylvania, it's Rob Z Radio. What, do you have a problem with me starting the show off with the Pledge of Allegiance from my son Max? Are you... Do you have an issue with the way he says indivisible? Say it along with him. Indivisible. I think I think he nailed it. I think you guys have been saying it wrong your entire life. Welcome to Rob Z Radio. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for being here. <laughs> Let's start things off with uh, a deep thought. Oh, what's that grumbling going on? Hmm. Deep thoughts today on the podcast are brought to you by old guys who always park their cars backwards. There's one thing I can't stand in life, and I think I've already complained about this on the podcast, but it happened to me again the other day. You know, a guy or a girl, it could be either or, but you're going to park in a spot, or you're just driving through a parking lot, and you see the person in front of you kind of stop, and you're like, oh, they kind of stopped. I'll just let them do what they're going to do. I realize that they're backing into a parking spot that they easily could have pulled straight into. It's usually an old man thing. I don't know what that is, and they're usually driving pickup trucks. That was the case today. And I thought to myself, for God's sake, dude, why can't you just pull in and then back up when you're backing out? Why do you got to back in? I feel like there's much more of a chance of you running into a car as you're backing into the spot than if you're pulling out of the spot backing up. It's just... It's my own personal thing that I get irritated about. All right? We all have those things, those little quirks that set us off. That's one of those things. That's my deep thought for today. Do I need to play the sound effect again? I do, because it's the outro. You learn how these things work. Listen, I'm just experimenting on the podcast. We're trying new things. I'm having fun. And if you want to be a part of the show, you know you can always call my voicemails. My voicemail is set up on this show so that you can sound off on maybe your deep thought, something that irritates you, a gripe that you have. You can leave your message on the voicemail. You can tell me about something you have going on. Maybe it's an event. Maybe it's a, you know, a non-profit charity organization that you've started. Maybe you're trying to save the whales. Or trying to save the ants. Why doesn't anybody ever try to save the ants? You know, you step on like 20 ants, nobody bats an eyelash. It's murder. Whether you want to believe it or not, it's murder. Anyways, if you want to leave some sort of message for me on the voicemail, it's 814-799-0064. 814 Can somebody get the phone... Mom, get the phone! Hey, hey, Robert Z, Rob Z, whatever your name is. I'm out here mowing my lawn. I just say now, I thought I'd give you a buzz while I was mowing the grass, because it was like, well, I was thinking about your old radio show, and I was like, that's a shame he ain't on the air no more. And I thought I'd just call and say, you know, I miss you on the radio. I also miss the sweet smell of your skin. I miss your scent. It's just the, the beautiful way you... Your skin glowed in the cool moonlight. You know, I also wanted to say that uh, sometimes I think me and you to get to get together because I uh, 
I got a real big special surprise for you. And then, you know, oh, you just get out of there, Clarence. No, you get off it. That's my lawnmower. No, you get the dog out of here right now. He's that dog. You let that dog anywhere near this lawnmower, he's going to get chewed up. Oh, darn it, Rob. See, I got to go. All right, it was just a good trick in with you. I got to finish mowing this grass. Get him out of the lawnmower. Oh, God, you Okay, I can't control who leaves messages on the voicemail, but I'm going to air them on the podcast. So whether you are a, a maniac like that guy is, or if you actually have something intellectual and you know uh, important to say, it's eight one four seven nine nine zero zero six four. Oh, that's an old phone, by the way. I don't know who has that sort of phone anymore. That sounds like a rotary. That's is that a rotary phone? What kind of world are we living in right now? This is Rob Z Radio. Hi, friends. <laughs> you know you can always find me on social media, Facebook and Instagram, Rob Z Radio. Twitter and Snapchat is Rob Z Yo. I want to thank you for being a part of the show. Thank you for listening. I, I love to have you as a part of the show, by the way. So, you know, I sit here and talk to myself. I'd rather, you know, have you be a part of it, too. So if you've got something going on, contact me. Let me know what's up. It's content. Lord knows I need content. Uh, I've mentioned this on, on the show before, and you know it, it triggers the nerd alert to go off in your brain. But I like to read books; it's something I enjoy doing. It it helps your mind, uh, you know, get to a place that maybe it normally wouldn't get to. It helps your mind grow and learn. You become more creative from reading. It's it's a proven fact. Don't don't sit here and take it from me take it from somebody or say, listen to somebody who actually knows what they're talking about but all i know is that i always get things things make better sense i can put things together easier when i read and i get the same messages out of different things that i read different pieces of reading material sometimes circle around and give me the same general cliche messages when i say cliche i think clichés are a good thing it's like a cliche is something that's been said so many times because it's been right so many times that it becomes a cliche. So when you hear, oh, that's just a cliche, that actually means it's good. At least from my personal perspective. And today we're going to go to the great Howard Stern. Perhaps the greatest radio DJ in the history of, of radio. Now when I say that, I don't know if he's necessarily the greatest all around. But as far as like breaking down doors, breaking down walls changing the game for radio for uh, any for me right now, doing what I'm doing right here. Howard Stern paved the way for this. He paved the way for the way radio is done today, and really, I, I think the way podcasting is done, because Howard Stern's kind of a podcaster as well. The way he performs and does an interview on the air is magnificent. If you're younger and you don't know what Howard Stern's all about, just go on YouTube, man. I mean, there's so much content from Howard Stern throughout the years. Uh, I, I fell in love with Stern when I was a kid, watching E! Entertainment Television, the, the channel. And like, I think it was from 11 until midnight every night. It would have like you know live in-cam studio of his radio show. It was kind of like when podcasts do. They have like a live feed of what like the podcast being recorded. And then you can also listen to the audio. He, Stern was doing that back in the 90s. Like he was a trendsetter. He was a trendsetter. He was an innovator. And he wrote this book. Uh, it was called Howard Stern's Private Parts. His first book was Howard Stern's Miss America, 
which had a picture of him dressed in drag on the cover. But Private Parts, the book, came out, uh, what was the year? Let me see if I can find the copyright. If you've never seen the movie, my God, man. One of the best movies of the 90s was Howard Stern's Private Parts. If you have a chance, go watch that movie right now. I, I swear to you. I swear, go go watch that movie. It is so good. Whether you're a radio fan or not, whether you can stand Howard Stern or not, he is the star of the movie. He plays himself in the movie. It's so good. It's, it's excellent. Uh, but he wrote this book before the movie came out. As I'm skimming through these pages to find when it was written, uh, written in 1993, so like 25 years ago, this book was written. And on the first page, he has a thing that says, also by the author. So uh, uh, it's supposed to be books that he also had released. Those books were called Penis, Overcoming, he- <laughs> Overcoming Homosexuality, Dark Room Photography, My Life with Fabio, and Winston Churchill, The Teenage Years. Obviously, none of those books are real. Well, Winston Churchill, The Teenage Years might be. And there might be a book out there called Penis. I honestly, I don't know. I would like to read My Life with Fabio. I'd like to know what that was all about. But this book is mind-blowing, man. If you want to take a look back in the past, let's say you're a kid, or say you're, you're a 90s kid even, and you want to try to remember how much different, how oddly different the world was in the 90s to where we are today, how far we've come, and in some ways, you know, when you hear Donald Trump talk about the political correctness getting out of control in this country... When I read a book like this, I agree that political correctness has become so out of control that a lot of the things written in this book could not be written today. But then on the other hand, I think he wrote a lot of things in this book, Private Parts, that really should not be allowed to be released to the world (laughs) because there's a lot of crap in here that's like, wow, I can't believe somebody actually wrote that and they published it and it made millions of dollars. This is a huge book. This book spawned a gigantic blockbuster movie, okay? If you go through this book, uh, there's a lot of stuff about... There's a lot of homophobia. There's some racism. There's some sexism. Uh, It it crossed all sorts of uh, boundaries, all sorts of naughty zones that you're not supposed to cross in media. And that was Stern's career. That's kind of what Stern did. Still does, uh, but really, he's older now. He was on America's Got Talent. You know, he was a, a coach on there. Or not a coach, he was a, a judge on there. And he's definitely softened in his advanced years. He's in his 60s now. But when he was on his game, and really in 93, when this book was written, I was 10. So I didn't know Howard Stern back then. I didn't really start listening to him or his, his E! Uh, show until the late 90s. Probably like 96, 97, 98 is when I like started to really find out about him. But there's a section in this book, and, and if you listen to past podcasts on here, there's some great concepts out there about the slight edge of life, about you know keeping an even keel and keeping your nose to the grindstone, to use a cliche term. Eh? And there's a section in here that, although is probably offensive to some, really spoke to me the other day as I was reading through this book. If you would please grab your Howard Stern private parts books and turn to page 80. Let me take a sip of my coffee. See, I couldn't do that on radio. I can't just stop what I'm talking about to take a sip of coffee. It's just, that's what the beauty of podcasting is. I don't even like to call this a podcast. It's more of just a show. This is my show. I'm sick of the word podcast. Let me take a sip. I feel like I have to slurp so you know that I'm actually drinking something. So, on page 80, Howard Stern writes this. This is straight from the book. 
You want the secret of life? Here it is. You wake up in the morning, you eat a little breakfast, maybe you read the newspaper. You attempt to go to school if you're that age. If your teacher tells you to sit in the chair, you sit in the chair. If you don't feel like it, you force yourself anyway. You get older, the routine doesn't change. You eat breakfast, you go to work, you come home. If you're lucky enough, you're married. If you're not, then maybe you have a boyfriend or girlfriend. You yell at your wife, you make up with your wife. If your testicles feel all right, you bang your wife. (laughs) I can't make it up, okay? All right. Uh, You watch a video that you rented, or maybe you go out to the movies. Then you go home to your bedroom, you mellow out a little bit. If you are the late Sam Kinison, rest in peace, one of the greatest comics of all time, you take a schnapps. Then maybe you get a snack, have some strawberries and cream, and wash it down with a snapple. Then you snore away for eight hours. You wake up and you do it all over again. You wait for the weekend. That's your party. The weekend. The secret of life is so simple. That is life. If you have kids, you live with the kids. If you don't move out on your wife... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let me say that. If you have kids, you live with the kids. You don't move out on your wife. You stay with her even if you've banged her 9,000 times and you're sick of it. You stay with her anyway. Ironically enough, Stern did divorce his wife and then get another wife after this book was written. So, <laughs> you know, take it with a grain of salt. Um, nobody follows that, is what he says. Nobody follows that timeline. They don't realize that's the secret to life. When you've got kids, you raise them. And Stern did raise his kids with his wife. It wasn't, it wasn't until years later that he got divorced from his wife. Um, I think after his kids were a little bit older. And then he goes on to say, the secret of life and one cliche, there's that word again, if I may sum it up for you, is, and he puts this in all caps, enjoy, even if you're not enjoying. And I I read that and I was like, wow, enjoy even if you're not enjoying. And I agree with that statement. You've got to learn to enjoy things even if you don't like them. It's the secret to life. To be happy in unhappy moments or moments that don't necessarily excite you. Of course you want to build your life so most of your life is exciting. You want to live an exciting life. That's a goal. But if you can find a way to be happy in the mundane or in the terrible parts of life, that might be the, the key, the secret. You know, My wife has that where she can be happy in a lot of situations that I'm tortured in. So I, I agree with that statement. He goes on to say, Stop looking for a big bang. Stop looking for some kind of excitement. And if you can't go along with these rules, you're a misfit. And this is a lot of drug addiction, right? You can't handle the mundane parts of life, so you become addicted to drugs because you always need some sort of high. You always need some sort of excitement to break things up. And uh, it's it's interesting. The last part of it, he says, expect to be beaten by the police. (laughs) Yeah, expect to be beaten by the police. It's like, it's like going on a diet. The secret to losing weight is to keep your big, fat trap shut. Not walking around, complaining about life all the time. Ride through it, struggle through it, push through it, and try to enjoy it. It's an amazing book. And uh, if I had the book with me, I would have included it in this conversation, in this talk. But the book is uh, uh, what the, the Man's Search for Meaning by uh, Frankel. What's it? Victor Frankel. It was written, he was in... The concentration camps. And I got to get that. I, I let somebody borrow that book and I don't have it anymore. 
But he was in the con- he was in Auschwitz, like the worst concentration camp, and he found happiness. He was a psychologist before he ended up in Auschwitz. So, and he had lived like you know thirty, forty years, and had you know pretty much had the average life before ending up in Auschwitz. Survived the Holocaust. Wrote this book afterwards. Unbelievable book. Unbelievable story. Man's Search for Meaning. If you've never read it, write, read it. It's fascinating. Great book. But in there, he talks about how he found happiness in a concentration camp in Nazi Germany, in Auschwitz, the worst concentration camp in World War II. When Howard Stern says, enjoy it. Enjoy it even if you're not enjoying it. That is the meaning. Like That's, that's the whole Viktor Frankl. That's his whole purpose to that book. How can I enjoy it even if I'm not enjoying it? Wow, that when I read that line from Stern, I was like, that that that's impactful. That is coming through a man who wrote this book, which is misogynistic, and it's just if, it, if that book was written today by Stern, I don't think it ever would have made it to press, and he may end up in jail, and his radio career may have been over. But back then, somehow it just slid by. It's kind of like South Park. If they didn't get to where they were today. Back in the 90s and early 2000s, I don't think their show would have lasted. They would have tried to do, if they would have tried to start doing what they do today back then, I don't know if they'd still be on the air. It's a, it's a tough question. The 90s were a very interesting time. And that's an interesting line. That's an interesting book. This is, it's a time capsule. Howard Stern's Private Parts, get the book. It's a time capsule of what like, life was like in the early 90s. Great book. And this is a great line there. Enjoy it even if you're not enjoying it powerful stuff from Stern and it, you'll be offended if you read that book it will offend you it'll shock you my jaw dropped several times reading it and I don't let my jaw drop to many things I don't usually let things like that affect me but I was like I can't believe he got away with saying this stuff let alone the stuff he said on the air the stuff he said in that book is outrageous and the fact that it was like a number one New York Times bestseller so the interesting thing I wanted to do with this podcast I thought this would be fun I was reading Private Parts and I was also reading Sigmund Freud. So Sigmund Freud, like one of the greatest, he basically, modern psychology is Sigmund Freud. Like he was the man who started the movement of modern psychology. Like psychologists usually refer back to Freud as, you know, the dude. You know, he's like the, the keynote, the number one guy in psychology from back in the day. And he wrote um, Civilization and Its Discontents. This is a very famous book. Uh, if you've never heard of Civilization and Its Discontents, it's kind of hard to read because it's kind of hard to understand. Uh, he lived from 1856 to 1939. Uh, I think the copy of this book I have was from 2010, but it's an old, old book. I, I don't know the release date when it originally came out, but obviously if he died in 39, it's a very old book. So it's written in an old kind of style. And I was just I was trying to find some sort of comparison to what Stern wrote and trying to find the biggest contrast in people. So Sigmund Freud, Howard Stern. <laughs> Although Stern kind of is a psychologist. If you listen to his show, listen to his interviews and the way he can dissect people, uh, he definitely has that sort of talent. But on page 54 of Civilization and Its Discontents, Sigmund Freud writes, The program of becoming happy, which the pleasure principle imposes on us, cannot be fulfilled, yet we must not indeed, we cannot give up our efforts to bring it near to fulfillment by some means or other. It's Like I said, it's hard to understand. Uh, but he said, very different paths may be taken in that direction, and we may give priority either to the positive aspect of the aim, that of gaining pleasure, 
or to its negative one, that of avoiding unpleasure. So either you're trying to gain pleasure or you're trying to avoid being unpleasant. By none of these paths can we attain all that we desire. Happiness, in the reduced sense, in which we recognize it is possible, is a problem of the economics of the individual's libido. There is no golden rule which applies to everyone. Every man must find out for himself in what particular fashion he can be saved. So not this thing that makes me happy is not necessarily going to make you happy, like when you're searching for happiness, right? He goes on to write on page 55, Worldly wisdom will advise us not to look for the whole of our satisfaction from a single aspiration. Its success is never certain, for that depends on the convergence of many factors. Perhaps on none more than on the capacity of the physical constitution to adapt its function to the environment and then exploit that environment for a yield of pleasure. Boom! I'll read it a little. I'll read a little bit of that again, so maybe it comes together for you. Remember her, Stern. Remember how Stern's saying: You go home, you fight with your wife. If you have kids, you sit with your kids. You, you live with them. You go to work, you come home from work. You go to school, you come home from school. Enjoy, even if you're not enjoying. And then Sigmund Freud says: Sigmund Freud says that happiness does not come from satisfaction of a single aspiration. The success of happiness is never certain. For the success of happiness depends on the convergence of many factors. Now, perhaps on none more than on the capacity of the physical constitution to adapt its function to the environment. So, happiness comes from being able to find satisfaction exploiting an environment and exploiting your mindset in that environment to find happiness in it. So, adapt its function to the environment, and then to exploit that environment for a yield of pleasure. So, exploit the environment that you're in from a day-to-day, minute-to-minute, hour-to-hour basis, and find happiness in that moment. That is happiness. I found that on the way driving here to the LaunchBox Studios to record this, because I forgot my keys to LaunchBox from my house. About a 10-minute drive from my house to here. I got here, got to the door to get in, and realized I brought the wrong keys. I took my wife's keys. I'm like, damn, man, I don't have my lunchbox keys. So I was mad. I only have about an hour because i got to get home because Max, my son, is going to be getting up. You heard him do the Pledge of Allegiance at the beginning. And I was like, damn, man, i got to drive back home. So I drove back home, drove back. I was frustrated. I stopped to get my keys at my house, got in my car, and I was, like, heated, right? Because I was like, I don't have much time. Oh, I'm selfish. I need my selfish time. That's how I was thinking in my head. And I thought, Rob, this is great, man. you got a cell phone you can listen to a podcast on. The cell phone's amazing. It holds the world's information in the palm of your hand. It's like magic. You've got these great books that you've read that, that taught you how to be happy, and you're still not attaining it. You've got this awesome studio that you're broadcasting from. Things are moving forward. You've got a house. You've got a kid, a wife, a car. It's a beautiful day outside. It's sunny. You've got money. You're all right. And when I say i got money, I don't have much money. But I've got money. Enough to do what I want to do in general. And that was like, yeah, there it is. Enjoy it even when you're not enjoying it. So I put that mindset in my head, and I had a nice drive listening to uh, the Something to Wrestle With Bruce Pritchard podcast over here. Love that podcast. I'm a a wrestling fan. It's the best wrestling podcast there is. I get in here, and I'm talking on the microphone, and I'm just having fun. 
I'm having fun with this whole thing. I, I sat down and I meditated for a few minutes just to get my mind right. I'm having a cup of coffee. I get to go home and hang out with my wife and my son. We'll go to a park because it's nice weather outside. And Sigmund Freud and Howard Stern have the same mindset. Is that not weird? Sigmund Freud and Howard Stern have the same mindset. Happiness, the success to it is never certain. It depends on the convergence of many factors, none more than on the capacity of the physical constitution to adapt its function to the environment, then exploit that environment for a yield of pleasure. Exploit the environment to bring pleasure to yourself. How can you do that on a day-to-day basis? That's what Stern's talking about. It's what Sigmund Freud's talking about. And that's why I'm talking about it to you. That's the point of this podcast. That's the point of what I wanted to tell you today. And if you can bring those things together, if you understand what I'm saying or if you don't understand what I'm saying, I'd love to hear from you and hear your perspective on this. Because it was one of those things that clicked for me today. And this is what reading books does. You get these different ideas from totally different people. Completely different human beings from completely different eras in the world writing about the same concept. That concept is a cliche. Enjoy it even if you're not enjoying it. Yes. Speaking of enjoying it, uh, marketing can be kind of difficult, right? Marketing's tough. Especially if you're trying to do it on your own and run your own business. If you own a small business or a medium-sized business, maybe you're a personal brand. You're a baller like that. And you have trouble, you know, balancing everything out. That's where I can come into play. I've started my own social media marketing company. That's my business now along with this podcast. Uh, it's a lot of work to handle. So maybe you want somebody there who can handle it for you. Has I have over a decade of experience in social media handling my own personal uh, fan page for more than five years. My Facebook's over 10,000. Twitter's over 30,000. My Instagram's nearing 4,000. Just to give you an idea of like how I've built my own brand up without spending any money. I've never spent any money on social media. Now, I'm only handling five to six clients at a time. You could be one of those clients if you'd like to be. I have three clients right now. There's a spot open for you. So if you're interested, hit me up on one of my social media platforms, Facebook and Instagram, Rob Z Radio. Twitter, Snapchat, Rob Z, yo. All you've got to, really got to do is just leave me a message. Say, hey, Rob, I'm interested in your social media, and we can sit down and we can talk. You can check my profiles to you know find out that I, I do sort of know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I really know what I'm talking about. Let's sell it, Rob. Come on. Uh, you know, and what I like, like to do, I like to focus on you, focus on your business, your personality, and bring that personality out online, whether it's consulting or it's actually doing marketing for your business. If you're interested in my social media marketing program, uh, trust me, I do it for myself. I know it works. And I know what to do to make it work for you. All we have to do is sit down and talk. The first meeting's free. We sit down, we can chat, I can give you some free tips, and we can see where we can go from there. But I just want to thank you, number one, if you take interest in that and you're interested in uh, linking up with me. I'd love to talk to you. Number two, thank you for listening to the podcast. This thing is growing. And it's going to keep growing because I'm having fun with it. You can tell in this episode, like, this is what I want to do. This is fun, man. I'm, I'm building this podcast where it's what I want it to sound like. It's what I want it to be. It's what I want. Where I, like, like, my radio show and my podcast used to be two different things. But now I want to take the comedy from my radio show, the insight of my life from my podcast, bring those together into one show. And, uh, you know, also, uh, with my social media marketing company... 
If you're interested in starting your own podcast, you want to know how to get it off the ground, you want to know the right way to uh, put it together, or your own personal way to put it together, how I do it myself, because I do all this live, all the audio on here, everything is done live. I don't post, I don't produce afterwards. I used to, but now I, I cut all that out so I can streamline it and bring it to you in an honest live fashion. When I say live fashion, like it's this is recorded, you're hearing it after the fact. But it was recorded all live in the, the podcast studio, in the Launchbox studio. It's the Rob Z Radio Show. I love doing it, and I'd love to help you do it. I'd love to help you just move forward. And I'm, I've got some big things lined up that are uh, on the way, working with kids in the area, working with local businesses in the area, and, and you know pushing a positive message because that's what I, I try to do for myself, to improve myself, and I want to bring that to others. So if you listen, if you like it, if you have criticisms, if you have compliments, Whatever it is, I'd love to hear from you. You can hit me up, Facebook, Instagram, Rob Z Radio, Twitter, Snapchat, Rob Z Yo. See ya! That's brutal.